I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. So many times I've uh, said on this program that I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I consider myself a fortian. Meaning that, like Charles Fort, the man who created fortianism, I like to find the strangest, most weird things in life, and I try to point them out to you. And if they just happen to be political, they happen to be political. They happen to be something else that, uh, you know, uh, certainly you know you have to expand your mind a bit. Then, of course, I want to talk about it. Uh, and, I, and I think it would be better if more and more people would understand what it means to be a forty, and that way we could avoid all the, you know, criticisms of conspiracy theory and the like, because people, they, they like to mimic what they see on television, they like to mimic what they hear on television. And somebody says, oh, conspiracy theory bad, everybody thinks that people who even post a theory or, or posit a theory that's uh, kind of outrageous and crazy, they're conspiracy theorists, they call them immediately, they, they tend to think that that means that they're liars. And I'm not a liar, okay? I, I do a lot of research, but what I talk about, we're living in a Fortean reality with apocalyptic sights and sounds on an increase, and it, it permeates the senses of those receptive to such synchromistic phenomena, synchromysticism, and synchronicity. I mean, the world has no longer become consistent. It, it, it's in, there's an inconsistency, and, and everybody feels it. And, of course, when you try to explain it, you can't explain it in simple terms. And so immediately we, we, we don't want to look stupid. We don't want to look silly in front of people. So we try to find something that we can grasp onto. So we find ourselves grasping at those cosmic straws. And I'm sure people think I grasp at straws anyway. But see, they don't understand, I believe, the beauty of what it means to be a Fortean. And how if you, know, you, you decide to expand your mind with relentless speculation... Multiple mind-blowing streams of thought completely shatter preconceived notions of perception. They shatter preconceived notions about time and space. It's true that in physics, you know, cultural engineering, cultural engineering and physics, and it, it, it's kind of a, a, a matter of physics, cultural engineering, social engineering. I mean, it's difficult to grasp without egocentricity that everything we experience is a form of virtual reality. This is why you see so many shows about the Matrix. This is this is something that uh, you know people say: Do we live in a Matrix? Do we live in a virtual reality? Do we, do, do we live in a, a strange uh, time in history that seems to be unreal? Now, everything's very real. I mean, you perceive it. If your brain perceives it as reality, it's reality. Although, you know, there are so many things that happen that I look at synchronistically, and I say, "Wow!" You know, when synchronicity hits me, I love talking about it because it's just the mind blows whenever you talk about synchronicities. For example, Saturday morning, I was preparing to do my TV show, Channel Weird. Now, it's a wannabe public access show where I interview weird personalities in Portland. What I mean by wannabe public access show is that I'd love to have it on public access TV because it's so Portland-centric, and we bring on Portland weird people, you know, people who are considered weird, considered those who play in the playground of the margins. And what was really awesome is I get a chance to interview some of these 
odd ducks, I guess, that live in Portland. And uh, it, it's kind of, you know, they're odd ducks because they have some amazing insights about the world. And so I interviewed, I was, I was very lucky to have on my show veteran conspiracy zine publisher Joe Beale from Microcosm Publishing. And I had a great interview with the guy. Uh, and sometimes some of the best stuff we talk about happens when the cameras aren't rolling. So I was talking to him about one of his favorite conspiracies, and he told me it was the Martin Luther King assassination plot. And I mentioned that even King's family doesn't believe that James Earl Ray killed MLK. And then I said to him, I said, now they're revealing that the FBI had something to do with the death of Malcolm X. So I thought it was, we were having this, this moment of synchronicity. I, I thought it was a bit synchronistic because there's a new movie out. I don't know if anybody sees it. It's called Judas and the Black Messiah. It's out now. You can watch it on, it was free in my queue, but you can watch it on HBO Max and several other places. But it's a film about COINTELPRO, uh, okay? They won't call it COINTELPRO, but that's what it's about. It's about COINTELPRO. Basically how the FBI was able to infiltrate the Black Panthers and other uh, black radical groups of the 60s and 70s. But that was, wasn't the only synchronicity that I saw with you know him talking about Martin Luther King and then Malcolm X, of course, they're saying, well, maybe the FBI was involved with his death. And then, of course, the idea of the Panthers, the Black Panthers being infiltrated by the FBI and J. Edgar Hoover and all that. But that was, I think, an amazing synchronicity because he was so happy to talk about that conspiracy. That was his first real conspiracy theory that he got that eventually turned out to be right because even like I said, Coretta Scott King and others saying that James Earl Ray did not shoot MLK, and that you know with the the new movie out, Judas and the and the and the Black Messiah, talking about the Panthers and talking about how the FBI infiltrated the Panthers under the you know the, the auspices of Jagger Hoover, but that wasn't the only synchronicity that happened this weekend. Okay, if you were watching the news or if you were online, you were aware of the flight that took off from Denver Airport and how one of its engines caught fire and left a trail of debris on its way to Honolulu. Large chunks of metal rained down on northwest Denver metro neighborhoods Saturday afternoon after a United Airlines, Airlines plane reported engine trouble. United Airlines confirmed that Flight 328 departed Denver International Airport uh, left for Honolulu at about 12.15 in the afternoon. And its crew reported an engine issue and turned back to the airport, and it landed safely about 1.30 p.m. Now, United Airlines issued the following statement about the incident. They said, Flight 328 from Denver to Honolulu experienced an engine failure shortly after departure. It returned safely to Denver and was met by emergency crews as a precaution. There are no reported injuries on board, and we will share more information as it becomes available. That was the statement from United. Now, I was watching the videos just watching these videos like religiously, just my mind was just so focused on these videos of uh, pieces of, of shrapnel or whatever it was just falling slowly from the sky. And you hear the sirens, you know, from the police and fire everywhere. And it's almost like it was an air raid and stuff was falling. You see these black things coming down out of the sky. It was almost like an alien invasion. It looked creepy. And um, it was just chilling to see also, the passenger footage, there was a passenger who actually took a camera and he put the camera on the engine that was burning and you could see the shrapnel falling off the engine and 
but what was also kind of synchronistic and coincidental about all this is that while that was happening here in the States, something was going on in the Netherlands, okay, just over the Netherlands. There was a Boeing 747-400 cargo plane that had the same thing happen to it. It was flying, and then all of a sudden engine parts started coming off the plane midair, and then there was an explosion and fire. The long-tail aviation cargo plane was flight 5504, scattered small metal parts over the Dutch town of Meersen, causing damage and injuring a woman shortly after takeoff. Now, aviation experts say that it was too early to speculate as to what may have been the cause of the problem, and that it was working with Dutch, Belgian, Bermuda, and UK authorities looking into the exit. The plane was a Bermuda plane. It was, it was, a, it was just heading out, and uh, the coincidence, I think, of both incidents was not lost on the media, because I remember just watching the Denver uh, plane, and they had shots of the plane with a huge, you know, black trail coming off the engine. They had this, just the scary part of people with cameras pointing up, seeing these big pieces of metal coming down out of the sky. And, and and one woman said, was it a plane crash? And I'm thinking, oh, my God. I, I mean, you're standing there and you look up and you see just these pieces of metal coming out of the sky. You don't know what's going on. You, you think that maybe there's a there was a midair collision over the clouds or something happened, but no, it's just this engine that's dropping material out of the sky over, uh, I think it was Broomfield, Nevada, uh, Broomfield Colorado. And, and people were just, you know, you hear the sirens wailing and you don't know what's, it's, it's like an attack. It's like an alien invasion. It was just creepy to watch. It was like, I don't know. It's, that's the only way I could describe it is when I was seeing this stuff falling out of the sky, it just, to me, reminded me of what I think an alien invasion would look like in real life. You know, these these black you know, kind of square triangular shaped things falling out of the sky or coming down out of the sky. So we have the coincidence of one happening, uh, something happening like this in Denver, all right, and, and coming out of the Denver International Airport. And you have the coincidence of the other one happening over Holland, over the, over the Netherlands. So the media reported only the, the, uh, the, the Colorado one. And then later I was watching uh, CNN and they were talking about the coincidence of the Netherlands flight, the the uh, the cargo plane, and and so I was watching this, going, "This is kind of like Donnie Darko." <laughs> I mean, uh, you guys ever see Donnie Darko, the movie Donnie Darko? Um, I mean, there were many strange occurrences that were going on while these planes were losing. You know, losing their engines, and you know the story of the plane engine falling from an aircraft. For those of you that know about the movie Donnie Darko, it it, it basically sent a message to me. Uh, it's like saying, "Ooh, you know, the, the the tangent universe is active. We're seeing a coincidence of two planes and their engines coming down through the vortex." And for those of you that are familiar with Donnie Darko, know what I'm talking about. And uh, maybe I'll explain it a little more if you haven't seen the movie. I won't give away any spoilers, but still, it's it's kind of a an interesting parallel here if you want to talk about synchromysticism. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, 
plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.